Bloomberg Audio Studios. Podcasts, radio, news. News when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis in Hong Kong. Ukrainian Foreign Minister Dmitry Kuleba said that he met with his counterpart from China, Wang Yi. The two met over the weekend on the sidelines of the Munich Security Conference. According to Kuleba's post on X, they discussed bilateral relations, trade, and the need to restore a just and lasting peace, in his words. Wang reiterated China's position on Ukraine to promote peace talks in their meeting. He said the country would never add fuel to the fire, according to a readout from Beijing. Asian shares rose as Chinese equities resumed trading after a week-long holiday. Some of the data from the past 10 days of the Lunar New Year had lifted sentiment. Chinese travel and spending over the holiday exceeded levels from even before the pandemic. But Bloomberg's James Mager thinks that the boost may only be short-term. There was a lot of hope that this might mean that there would be a recovery in the stock market, but I think people were looking through this and looking at the the broader economic challenges, which is not going to be fixed by one strong holiday season. And that's Bloomberg's James Mager. Well, it may be a holiday-shortened trading week, but it's going to be a busy one for earnings. Bloomberg's Nathan Hager has more. It kicks off Tuesday with two big names, Walmart and Home Depot. But the pivot point for investors could come Wednesday when we get results from AI chip giant NVIDIA. Amy Wu Silverman is head of derivative strategy at RBC Capital Markets. There is a lot of FOMO, and one of the footprints of FOMO in the derivatives market is this outsized bidding of call options to almost a historic degree in some of the mega cap tech names. We continue to see that, and that typically drives more positive momentum. We also hear this week from Rivian. Etsy, Keurig Dr. Pepper, Moderna, and Warner Brothers Discovery. Nathan Hager, Bloomberg Radio. That's Bloomberg's Nathan Hager. Chinese stocks are seeing modest gains as markets open up after the Lunar New Year holidays. Earlier, there was anticipation of broad gains on the back of strong travel and spending data. But the lackluster markets suggest doubts about China's long-term prospects as the economy struggles with deflation and a property crisis. Foreign direct investment into China last year increased by the smallest amount in some 30 years. Bloomberg's Joanne Wong has more from Hong Kong. China's direct investment liabilities and its balance of payments rose by $33 billion last year. That was 82 percent down on 2022 to the lowest level since 1993. The data highlight how foreign companies are pulling money out of China due to geopolitical tensions and higher interest rates elsewhere. FDI actually fell in the third quarter last year for the first time since 1998. However, there are some bright spots. The German Economic Institute says direct investment by German companies reached a record of nearly $13 billion last year. That suggests that even with geopolitical tensions, China is still on the radar for investment. In Hong Kong, I'm Joanne Wong, Bloomberg Radio. In other news, the People's Bank of China left a key interest rate unchanged at 2.5 percent. At the same time, it injected a small amount of cash into the financial system. Both decisions come after the yuan fell to a three-month low in offshore trading last week. At the moment, the offshore currency is at 7.206 against the U.S. dollar. And SoftBank's stock was up 1.4 percent this morning. Founder Masayoshi's son is said to be considering the creation of a $100 billion chip venture that would supply AI-enabling semiconductors. Earlier, Bloomberg News reported that the billionaire is seeking to put together money for a project that would compete with NVIDIA.
In some other news, SoftBank founder Masayoshi's son is said to be considering the creation of a $100 billion chip venture that would supply AI-enabling semiconductors. Earlier, Bloomberg News had reported the billionaire was seeking funding for a foray into AI chips to compete with NVIDIA. That's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis. This is Bloomberg. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.